Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. We got our guy Isaac Feldman here who used to work with us. He yeah. works at the Sports Network. He fought last week and won. Winner by knockout from Long Island, New York, Isaac Feldman. Here's the problem with that. Now with the proliferation of MMA. Yes. You ain't got anybody. You have no idea. Because that dude, Isaac, who's a great kid, yeah. you'd look at him and go, I'll probably have this guy. I can handle this guy. He'd kill you in 30 seconds. What? Right. Hey! And they're like, God damn, I had the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Ike to Gone. What's up, fight fans? Ike Feldman back for another IkeTheGon.com webisode. Thank you for downloading the Mind, Body, Soul podcast. Found on IkeTheGon.com. Found on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, iTunes, iHeartMedia, uh, all that great stuff and all those platforms. So thank you. As I promised in the past, I would have guests on the show. We have a very first guest, the inaugural guest. Who other than the great, the one of a kind, the one and only, the very talented, Robbie, the house, the huge freeze, Rosenhouse, standing in this corner at 178 pounds, he wishes. Robbie Rosenhouse. He's joining the Iktagon. We'll get to him in a couple minutes. He is in Vegas for UFC 248. We're going to get to UFC 248 in a second. But Robbie is in the mix, in the face of these fighters. He's looking in the eyes of these people who are going to main event a huge fight and a huge event that may not be getting the most attention. It's not a Conor McGregor fight. It's not a John Jones fight. It's not a Khabib Nurmagomedov fight. But people should be paying attention because the same skill and ferocity and ferociousness involved in the training and the skillfulness that we're going to see on display Saturday night is the same as those other fighters. It's just maybe their marketability isn't the same. Israel Adesanya, Yoel Romero, Israel Adesanya, former full-time kickboxer. I believe he's only lost one fight in kickboxing and then transitioned to MMA. He's undefeated in MMA. I believe he's won seven fights in the UFC. He's undefeated. He's the fastest to win the title in a, in a year span. He fought five fights. Uh, he's knocked out most of his opponents. He's gone 
full five-round wars. He has fight of the year under his belt, UFC 236 against Kelvin Gastelum. Israel Adesanya, he's a great speaker. He's and a huge athlete in the oceanic or the Australian, New Zealand uh, area of the world. And we saw that on display with UFC 243. I believe it was the biggest UFC event of all time in, in terms of live audience attendees. I believe it was north of 56,000 people. Obviously, it was the Australian Robert Whitaker facing off a New Zealander, Nigerian-born, but New Zealand raised Israel Adesanya. That event was colossal. It was amazing. It ended in Israel Adesanya unifying the 185-pound belt and becoming one of the greatest 185-pound fighters. Not yet. He hasn't caught Chris Weidman. Not yet. Hasn't crossed, caught Anderson Silva. Not even close. But if he gets a win over the silver medalist, multiple-time UFC title challenger Yoel Romero unbelievable athlete crazy knockout power fantastic wrestling if Israel Adesanya gets a win over Yoel Romero it will cement his legacy and his name inside the 185 pound division and I think he will I think he'll outpoint Yoel I think he might even finish him later in the uh, fight maybe the fourth or fifth round but he will win this fight He's smart, he's strong, he knows that Yoel's strongest suit is wrestling and explosiveness, so he should be well prepared for that. There's a lot of footage and a lot of film on Yoel, so there should be no excuse, nothing should surprise Izzy when Yoel comes leaping at him with that left hand or that heavy left hook, uh, excuse me, right hook, because he is a lefty. Um, so Izzy should not be surprised with that if you're Yoel, you should want to use your wrestling, you should test is that you should take him down, you should try to hold him down, you should try to knee him, you should try to take his back, you should try to ground and pound him. I think you should threaten it early, and you shouldn't be afraid of your gas tank. You should make Izzy afraid of your strength and your power. But I think he is who he is at this point in his career. He's a 42-year-old Cuban fighter, and there's a lot of rumors that Cubans, uh, baseball players or fighters, boxers, now MMA fighters, they don't necessarily tell you their exact age, and they could be a little older than they present themselves. So Yoel at 42, he might be a little older than that, but he's still Yoel. He's still one of the best athletes in the UFC. He has not been finished. He's only lost by close decisions against Robert Whitaker, who I just said Izzy took out at UFC 243. So this fight will not be easy for Izzy, but he will get the win. Co-main event, Weili Zhang. Joanna Young-Jacek, Joanna, former UFC champion. She's the six-time or five-time UFC strawweight champion, the second most all-times for women uh, mixed martial artists. Ronda Rousey has six title defenses, and Ronda is not getting enough respect and credit for that. Uh, a lot of people like to look at her as a WWE athlete or a crybaby MMA athlete, but Ronda is one of the best women fighters and one of the best overall fighters of all time. But Joanna is right up there on that list. She's probably top five of all time. And this will not be an easy fight for Weili Zhang. If the current champs, Weili Zhang and Israel Adesanya, are to win their fights, they must take and keep and guard the gold. It's not going to be an easy fight for them. Joanna's trying to make it that two-time champ, and Yoel's trying to be the champ. So 
there's a lot of pressure that they're putting on themselves. Maybe not a lot of people have the same belief that they have because they've seen them recently lose or not grab the gold at all. But Joanna and Yoel, they really want that gold and they really want to put on a statement and show that they're not on the tail end of their career and there's not other career choices that are on the table that can distract them from what their ultimate goal is and that is to be champion so we will see i will give you my full picks at the end of this interview with robbie rosenhaus uh, again uh, i think israel adesanya will get it done i think after the interview uh you'll see why he gets it done robbie sways me 100 percent and uh it is a tough, tough fight in the co-main event, both fights. Uh, but Robbie's he's swaying me on uh, Weili Zhang, and he, he gives you a quote of the week about why you should pick Weili Zhang. Uh, Dana White said a fantastic quote, which I retweeted on my Ike underscore CBS account, which is fantastic. But Robbie took that quote and put some sugar, put it in the oven for 350, took it out, put some syrup and covered it in ice cream and demolished Dana's quote. He gave in a 10 times better quote than Dana White did. So without further ado, the first guest in Iktagon.com history, Robbie Rosenhaus. As I teased earlier, the first Iktagon.com guest ever. Yeah, I think it was getting a little too narcissistic. Uh, just speaking to myself, looking into a camera. I did promise you guys guests. I did promise you guys fighters and whatnot. Uh, he isn't a fighter, but he's a fantastic friend of mine. He's a huge combat sports fan. He goes to 10 times more events than me or other colleagues we've worked with uh, have attended, but his name is Robbie Rosenhaus. Huge freeze. The house, he has many nicknames. Robbie is touchdown in Vegas. He's there for Fight Week UFC 248. Mr. Rosenhaus, how you doing, brother? I'm doing okay, buddy. How are you? Well, that was the cue. I expected to hear some uh, beautiful tones. Oh, no. no, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm okay. We, can, we can start again and I'll sing. I'll sing. No, Rob, it's okay. It's no, no, okay. no, I swear. No, 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 no. I swear I'll sing. I'll I'm definitely kidding. sing. I'm kidding. At some point, I do expect maybe the final uh, the final question or the no, final no, no, rap no. to Leave it. Okay? In. Can, you, can you lead me in again and I will sing, I promise. <laughs> you sure? I promise. I'll make it. I just thought of something very amusing. Okay. <laughs> We're rolling, man. That you, uh, we're rolling. Okay, this is authentic and uh, as it gets. All right. No, um, no. I want you to. I want you to. I want you to lead me in again. You can't what you get what you want, Robbie. I've turned over a new leaf. Do not upset me. How you doing? Answer the question. What's going on, brother? <laughs> when I'm with you, it doesn't matter where we are. And right now, I'm in Vegas. Went to um media day today which was about a third of the people that were at the mcgregor uh cowboy media week which was two months ago wow. um they they had the top six fighter uh, the top six fights so the top 12 fighters were there um they had the two champs on stage and they had uh the, the two challengers adjacent uh to the stage which which sometimes isn't normal um if there's a lot of uh, animosity 
but as we'll get to in a couple minutes, uh, again, there was a little bit of animosity between um, one of the title fights, but we'll get to that um, in a second. But it was uh, it was interesting. I spoke to uh, a bunch of the fighters there, and uh, this is shaping up to be a really good card here in Vegas. Let's talk about the beginning of the trip and uh... – You've alluded to that uh, the media coverage is a little watered down because it's not a McGregor fight. And, uh, fair to say it's hard to match a McGregor fight week. But uh, what day did you arrive in Vegas and how's the atmosphere? How's the weather? Give us uh, paint the picture for us if you could, man. Well, it's 70 and sunny here. It's supposed to be 70 and sunny uh, through the weekend. And um, it's, uh, it's been the, the media here. I when there's a ton of media, um, as, as you know, um, and as your audience, um, should know by now, you've been to a bunch of events with me, um, and a, and a few without me, and I've been to a few without you. And, um, we, uh, have kind of agreed that, um, the smaller events are better for, um, for access because of the, uh, because of the, um, uh, the massive amounts of coverage on a fight. Uh, with McGregor or with Khabib and, and, and um, obviously the one in April, the pay-per-view in April is going to get a massive amount of media attention, especially being in New York. But um, this week compared to uh, Connor and Cowboys about, I'd say about a third to maybe half of, of, uh, of the media coverage. Um, I think you have two really good title fights and uh, some interesting uh, styles and some interesting stories for sure. Uh, especially with Romero and, um, uh, and Adesanya, who obviously are on two different paths at this point, and uh, and we'll see when they meet on Saturday night, you know, who comes out on top. And what about their respect? Again, we're being joined by the great, the wonderful, the fantastic Robbie Rosenhaus. He's a close friend of mine. We've been to many events. Our friendship wow. goes way further than our media hangouts. We have our own regular friendly hangouts. But, Robbie, sticking with the, the, the correspondent role, uh, if you'd say, um, have you sure. noticed a difference in the way Adesanya, Yoel, they're being treated or the way they're carrying themselves? We are now knee deep in the ESPN era. Do you see them, uh, being maybe courted around differently? Do you see the way the access is provided? Maybe it's a little more limited. Is there anything notice noticeably different between pre ESPN and now in the ESPN era with the UFC? Okay. Well, I'll say this. So yesterday, uh, Tuesday, uh, we, we – excuse me, Wednesday. We are Whoa. talking Thursday. What's excuse going me. on? I'm, 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 I know. I'm mixing up days. I'm sounding like Joe Biden, but that's a story for another day. You have the Ike um, Davis summer uh, – yeah. <laughs> you you uh, had uh, the cherry on top of that joke. I couldn't top that. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> – no, but uh, in terms of the workouts yesterday, uh, there was probably around 100 to 200 people, I'd say, surrounding uh, a huge a huge mat in the middle of the casino floor, roped off. Uh, there had to be about, I don't know, 75 to 100 media as well. And uh, the access there was great too. But when I tell you that these fighters were escorted through the casino with an entourage of security... Um, I don't know if that's what you were meaning by that. I guess just because they were going through the public and they wanted the extra security until they got inside the ropes. But in terms of the access today and media day, I mean, you, you 
could have stood there and talked to any any of the fighters, any of the 12 fighters from Sugar uh, Sugar O'Malley to to Adesanya, from uh, you 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 could have stood there and talked to any of them, and and they would have given you uh, you know a couple of minutes because uh, it wasn't like I said as crowded and it doesn't have the star power of a Conor McGregor uh, at this point, even though there's two belts on the line come Saturday night. Wow. Uh, I think you nailed it then. It's almost the same, just loose access. It's not really uh, crazy security or crazy limited time. Uh, I hope that ESPN or Sports Center or the evening shows or primetime shows on ESPN, maybe they're replaying some fights from Yoel and Adesanya on their ESPN News or ESPN2. Uh, this should be the advantage that ESPN provides to UFC to pump up their product. I mean, I, I don't feel it. it Technically speaking or skillfully speaking, dude, this is a premier Super Bowl event in terms of skill versus skill with Adesanya's kickbox and Yoel's wrestling. I'm not feeling it like the casual fans buying into this. I had to tell one of my friends uh, who's a casual fight fan, I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't know if I could come out. There's a huge UFC event. He goes, huge? Who's fighting? And I go, never mind. Doesn't even matter. I go, I, I guess I'm going to the bar alone. But anyway, Robbie. So I, I think this event, uh, to, to, to finish your question and answer it, I think this event is definitely more Well, no, I was just, just going to say this is more for the smart fans and for the experts. This isn't going to bring in the casual um, fan. It doesn't have Bones Jones. It doesn't have McGregor. It doesn't have Rousey. It doesn't even have Nunes, uh, who, again, is now a worldwide superstar. So, uh, it, you know, it doesn't have, um, you know, that celebrity draw. You know, a lot of people don't know truly how good Yoel Romero is, and people are just starting to find out how good Adesanya is. And then the undercard, you excuse me, the other title fight, you have you don't have an American woman. Um, fighting, you have one that doesn't speak English, and and the other one um, is you know is a significant underdog in my mind. So you know you have a lot of challenges facing this card, but that does not mean that it's going to be a bad card whatsoever. I actually think it's going to be a really good card if you get to some of the um, the fights on the undercard, the Max Griffin fight. Um, so I, I, again, um, I think this card top to bottom is, is, is pretty good. And, and even though it's not getting the hype that, you know, you, you would like to see it get, um, I think the people that watch Saturday night will get enough satisfaction out of it. Um, especially the, 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 the true hardcore fans of MMA. And again, we're being joined by at Robbie Rosenhouse on Twitter. Do you have an Instagram, Robbie? I do not. That's by design. <laughs> well uh, uh looking at some of the the fights what are some of the storylines that are following it uh leading up to the fight i saw that Joanna posted on instagram which you don't have so you would have no idea about this but sometimes it can cross no. over to twitter Joanna was wearing no. a, a face mask like a, a surgeon mask which obviously everybody knows what's going on with the coronavirus and she did a photoshop job where she's wearing the mask and she's facing off against Weili Zhang, and it, it was she deleted it. She apologized about it. Uh, looking at the main event, we know Yoel's tried and tried again for a title fight. Uh, Adesanya, is he the next international superstar? He speaks well. He, he's walking the walk. Uh, can you tell us some of the storylines that you're seeing out of Vegas? Well, I would say uh, the number one storyline from 
what I've taken today is that this women's fight is going to be a knockdown, drag them out, let the fist fly, old-fashioned, stand-up boxing match. This is tell what me, that's going to be. Why, 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 man? Now, now I'm intrigued. Uh, I saw, I've seen probably 15 to 20 open workouts covering different UFC events. And I have never seen as an intense a workout and quicker hands and just how sharp she was um, than than um, than Jack. Wow. I I in my you know in my few years of 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 covering this I was blown away. I mean, I, I had a couple of people come up to me and say, that's not normal. Um, and, you know, and, then, and, then, and it's funny because it's not funny, but it's, it's, if you want to contrast what Joanna did about 20 minutes later, she did about five minutes of sparring. And then she wanted to take questions from the audience like she was Jay Leno. I mean, it was, it was, um, it was quite surreal. It was, it really was. All right. So um, that, uh, that, and then, and then it culminated today, um, being Thursday at the, um, at media day when they had face-offs and Joanna basically was saying, I'm going to break your face and this, and, you know, and putting, putting, you know, the usual stuff and, right. and, and Dana and Dana had his, had his arm in, uh, in the middle and Zhang told her to shut up, and she doesn't speak English. And the entire media got a laugh out of that. Well, Joanna didn't like that one bit, and she turned up the intensity there and was really going after her. And you know, they Dana had to come in the middle of them, but it uh, it added a little spice to it for sure. And then you had Adesanya and Romero get up there and shake hands and choke. So it was um, it was a nice contrast. So I, I'm really looking forward. Well, listen, I was looking forward to the Romero fight anyway. This is this will be my fourth time seeing Yoel fight. Um, and uh, a funny a funny thing about Yoel though, I'll I'll, I'll give you this little uh, this little tidbit for your for your listeners out there. Um, my first event I ever attended was back in 2013 uh, in suburban Atlanta, and. Yoel fought Derek Brunson, and he beat him up pretty good. And he he, he, he beat him by TKO, um, and he said at that fight, he mentioned that fight today, and he said at that fight I met uh, Shaquille O'Neal, and we became good friends. And I guess Dana was at the fight, and this is a card that if you go back and, and look, it, it had Luke Rockhold on it, and um, – T.J. Dillashaw and Yoel Romero and Derek Brunson, a lot of guys that went on to to uh, good careers. And Yoel said that um, he formed a friendship with Shaquille O'Neal, and he said that they actually um, sparred a couple of times. And then we were joking with him on, you know, you know, what's it like? And, and he goes, uh, he's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a heavy. So, he's a heavy. He's heavy. <laughs> yeah, he goes. He, he just broke in English. He goes. He had, you know. So it was. Um, 
it was he he seems like a you know he seems loose and um, and so did Adesanya. Adesanya came off uh, a lot more um, cerebral than I thought uh, in terms of just how he how he was able to uh, you know just kind of break down um, you know what he's going up against and you know what he's uh, gonna face on Saturday night. I'm glad you brought that up too with Adesanya and obviously the great story with Yoel. But without Asanya, man, it's like everybody gets – they see what he does in media. It's almost like he has, like, R&B or hip-hop uh, pre-written lines when he gets to the press conference. And it's like, all right, dude, you know, I understand you're foreign and maybe you just heard Nas or just heard Eminem, so you want to, like, spice up the audience. But he comes across very immature. That's why it's I like when he does the X's and O's and uh, something that he's, like, a, a, a perfect – scientists or physical scientists for i appreciate when he does talk about the the physicality or the x's and o's about fighting so it's the same with connor man people think he's like i mean he he has said some uh, pretty racy stuff but when connor sits down you actually question him about fighting you you get to see a different side of them so i'm glad you got to see that because some of his anime and some of his hip-hop bar pre-written stuff can get under some people's skin is that how it was for you like uh pre-interacting with Adesanya or seeing him up close? Oh, totally. I mean, he's the one, actually, I spent the most time with today uh, because he was so uh, forthcoming with with a bunch of of information. And I found a couple of things he said about social media very interesting, just the fact that he he likes to fight week. He likes to get on there and, uh, you know, he likes to, he, he likes to interact with people and he doesn't mind blocking people and, uh, he really enjoys it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, it's, uh, I spent a lot of time with him and I spent a lot of time, uh, with Yoel. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this fight, man. I'm, and, and, and I did see the, uh, you know, the, the cerebral side for sure of, of Izzy and, um, you know, I think he's he's focused. This should be one, one heck of a fight. All right. It's the final chance for you to get your opinion out there about these fights on the Octagon.com. Again, Robbie Rosenhaus, thank you for joining me. The first, the initial, the inaugural guest on the Octagon.com webisode series. So, Robbie, we a common opponent between Izzy and Yoel knows you like to bet. His name is Robert Whitaker. Uh, if you had to put your shekels out there, your money on the line, who are you taking in the two uh, the two title fights? Well, um, I'm taking Jang because her hands. I don't. I mean, I think that's going to be an end. Still, we, the two of us, were at Madison Square Garden when we saw Rose Nama Yunus uh, handle. Joanna pretty handily, yeah. <laughs> for lack of a, for, for lack of a different adjective right now, because I've run out of words uh, for um, how quick her hands were, and just I think she's going to dominate. I think she's going to win via KO. Um, as far as the other fight goes, my heart says Yoel. My heart says Adesanya is going to find a way to wear him down. I mean. This is another – until here, – here's the bottom line. Until I see Yoel win a five-round fight, I can't pick him. It's, it's, it's the same old thing. It's like it's – like, it's, um, it's just I, I can't pick him until I actually see it. 
because of the fact that he gasses out. And I know that's an easy excuse. And Izzy actually said, well, you know, if I, if, uh, you know, if I beat him, that's what everybody's going to say. That's what everybody's going to excuse him that he gassed out and he's old and this and that. Um, and he's already putting that out there. And he said that a couple times, but I, I, I don't know. I really hope Yoel wins. I think uh, he's trained hard. He looked good. He sounded good. But I just think Adesanya's got the cardio, and I think he's gonna he's going to win a decision. And uh, I wouldn't put my money on. I mean, I wouldn't put my money on him. I know he's a two or three dollar favorite. So I mean, I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet that. But um, as far as uh, as far as 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 the two fights, I think it's both going to be and still. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I thought I'd get you uh, in the, the midst of fight week or in, in the magic of speaking to Yoel face-to-face again. I know he's one of your favorites. I thought you'd lean towards the, the Cuban missile himself, man. Wow. That says a lot, man, because it is a huge I, favorite for Adesanya. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say, man. I mean, I'm giving you my honest opinion. I I think that Adesanya has the arsenal and the toolbox to take care of Romero. I mean, if you look at the Whitaker, if you look at the Whitaker fights, I mean, he took a beating early on and then wore him down as we've, you know, as we've seen. And, you know, his takedown defense, that's going to be a key. I mean, Yoel's going to want to get on the floor and, 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 and start using that jiu-jitsu um, and wrestling. And I don't know – I don't know what exactly new tricks he has up his sleeve, although I will say this. I, I did um, – we did speak before uh, before this as I was going through the, uh, the interviews. I had texted you a couple of things and um, – one of them was I asked Yoel if he had, during his time off, if he had watched any of the other fighters or, or learned anything new. And he said, absolutely. He said he keeps notes. And, and uh, he said it's in the, the sport is um, it's evolving and uh, you, you have to keep up with it. And uh, as I get older, you know, I'm learning new things. So we'll see if he has any new tricks in his bag for, for Izzy on Saturday. And the one thing about that interview or the couple of questions you got to ask him, man, he looked drained out. Um, his eye sockets look <laughs> like he looked like you could see the, the outline of his skull. I was like, I was like, yikes. Thank goodness this isn't the International Fight Week mid-July card. Well, it's 70, not 170. So <laughs> it's, it's nice. It's nice out, actually. Uh, I'm sure he's going to uh, get in some uh, some serious workouts over the next couple of days and get his body ready, get some liquids, and uh, and get ready to go because this is uh, this is this is unlike any fight I think that he has faced, uh, even even Whitaker. But I'll ask you this: like stylistically, I mean, you 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 look at the fights that he went into with with Whitaker, especially the second one when he knew what he was getting into. And you look at this fight. I mean, I, I, I mean, how do you think he's going to go about things differently to to win this fight? I mean, how, how can you train yourself at such an advanced age, you know, to have that, you know, that that cardio and to have that, you know, that respiratory resolve, um, you know, to go five rounds with 
with a guy who's, you know, almost half your age and is in tip top shape. That's what I think not enough people are talking about that Yoel is human too. Everybody talks about what Rockhold felt or what Whitaker felt in the cage with him, that he feels like steel, that he just made out of concrete or something. But yeah, Yoel is still a man. He's, he's, 42-year-old man, even if he's in phenomenal shape and has an APAC, man, he's still been in many, many wars. So uh, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because sometimes I get warped into the uh, bubble and I'm like, yo, well, man, he's a scary competitor, but you kind of you, you kind of sober me up and I'm sure other people about, hey, he, he's aged, he's just a man, and Izzy is in the prime of his career. It's going to be fascinating, Ike. I, 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 I – it's gonna be awesome, man. Like I said, yeah, uh, like I said, man. This one's for the M. This one's for the hardcore MMA fans. And uh, if you're a casual MMA fan, you definitely want to tune in for this because um, I think you're gonna see fireworks in both title fights. I really, really do. Yeah, I agree. That's why it's like I hope ESPN Two or ESPN News or ESPN The Ocho is running something on this fight just to keep just keep it every in the loop there's no other sports going on college basketball i don't need a dayton or a florida gulf coast highlight i'm sorry but this is a huge fight robbie i appreciate the time is there anything you want to say or sing in closing there's nothing left to say but goodbye <laughs> is that an ed murrow quote or what is it no i think it's a billy joel lyric are you a joel or elton john fan i got into a huge debate like you, people say you can't be both. You have to be one or the other. Uh, I like both, and I'll tell you a quick story. During the 2000 uh, World Series, which featured the New York Mets and the New York Yankees, which nobody in this country cared about outside of the New York metropolitan area, I was at an Elton John and Billy Joel concert on the night of Game One of that World Series. What do you mean? And, and this is this they, is before they were together. This is, no, 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 Game. Yes, they were they were together at Madison Square Garden. Wow! And it, it was the night. It was October of two thousand. Yes. And wow. Um, everybody was going out to the bar during breaks in the set <laughs> to get the scores and watch the game because this is two thousand, not yep, two thousand twenty. Yep. <laughs> and twenty years ago, we didn't have cell phones, or if we did, they were little nokia ones that you played snake on <laughs> yeah, the snake game. Okay. <laughs> all right and 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 i had to listen to armando benitez blow the game to the mets on my little walkman sony walkman uh as i was sitting on the train coming home after listening to elton john and billy joel so i said goodbye to game one goodbye to yellow brick road and goodbye to billy and elton and that was the end of that wow I never knew they uh, came together for an event. Yes, they did. That's, uh, that's pretty awesome. It yeah. sucks that it happened yeah. on that night. It was kind of a, a letdown emotionally yeah. for you. What were yeah, you, that's okay. 14 though. at the time, something like that? Uh, yeah, right around there. You're right in the midst of your hormonal outrages, so I'm sure that was your tears of sadness on the train ride home. I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. We'll cover my hormonal outrages on next weekend. <laughs> Dude, we might have to do an update. Uh, uh, you better be setting uh, cage side, man. You can print out a pie chart as I eat pie. What's that? <laughs> I love you, Robbie. Anything else? Anything else? 
No, I'll be sitting in the press box, and uh, we can recap anytime you want, my man. Thanks for inviting me on, and uh, always, uh, always a pleasure to talk with you. No problem. When's your flight home? Uh, Sunday. All right, all right. Maybe before then, okay? Okay, bud. And there you have it, my friend, colleague, hardworking, sometimes stubborn, but the very entertaining Robbie Rosenhaus. Follow him on Twitter. At Robbie Rosenhouse, the house, the huge freeze. He made a huge impression, impression uh, during our time at CBS Sports Radio Network. And Robbie is one of a kind. He's one of a kind humans, friends, and talent. So I wish the world for Robbie, and I'll and I know he'll uh, enjoy the fights. And uh, we'll probably do a recap next week. And uh, trust me, he's he's a lot more colorful than he is now he's hysterical if the kid wanted to do stand-up or write comedy he could but he's in fight mode he joined the octagon so he gave his best correspondent fight correspondent uh put his fight correspondent hat on and he delivered so i'm gonna stop talking like jay leno like robbie said so enjoy the fights Download the MMA Mavericks. Download the Mind, Body, Soul podcast. Follow Robbie on Twitter at Robbie Rosenhaus. See ya. Or wait, it's later. Now he's, Robbie's got me thinking baseball. Michael K, the uh, Yankees play-by-play guy, says see ya when he, there's a home run hit. It's later on the Ictagon. Baseball couple weeks away from opening day, but later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.